fucking moved out of Los Angeles and fucking squirreling away every dime I can get. I am the founder. Fuck, I wish I was. So what's up, man? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much. Still, uh, we're in Christmas preparation yeah. right now. Uh, Christmas is a thing that uh, non-Muslims do around No, thanks for year. explaining. There's trees involved. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> we give each other presents, Oh, that sounds nice. Pretend that we appreciate each other. Uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, buddy. That's I've never had chestnuts roasting on an open about. fire. Neither. I don't even. I couldn't recognize a chestnut in a nut lineup. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know what a chestnut even looks like. You have no idea. <laughs> Is it like an acorn? I, don't, I imagine. It's I like I acorn. also picture the acorn. I don't know if that's what it looks like though. Is that what a chestnut looks yeah. like? Chestnut. Oh, I can't Google. We're trying. That's what we should mention to our viewers. Not that our listeners shouldn't notice the difference. We there hope we they don't. But we're using new tech. We have new tech. I bought this thing. Mike Patterson, my friend Mike Patterson, recommended that I buy this. And it's a good interface to be able to do audio live. So Abdul is capturing this live. No more editing. No more fucking upload the download. The, 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 the. I don't know. Well, there's exactly still be some editing. to make this happen, but <laughs> there's still going to be some, but less. Still, yeah, some editing because we're going to try to add features now. We're trying to add features. We, if we talk about something, maybe Abdul will add some kind of visual support to what we're talking about. I am. Um, I'm going to do it right I'm now. Still, I'm going to show. I'm going to show people things. what a chestnut looks like. Can we do this? How do we do this? Transition. How do I transition? There this, we go. This, and now this is a chestnut. Introducing. Here we go. Chestnut. We've got a chestnut. This is what they look like. I don't know if you can see. You all have to. will have to visualize it over an open fire by yourself. I'm not going to Photoshop this thing into That's an open fire, but you know, they look. They kind of look like an acorn. They kind of look like an acorn. What is an? How do you spell acorn? Acorn. Okay. Acorn nut. Yeah, they kind of look. I guess they just don't have the top part. The acorn has a little chapeau. Okay. And the chestnut, no chapeau. Put chapeau. Put no chapeau to the chestnut. There you go. So we're we're learning um, things here on the uh, Bacon No Bacon podcast. And we have a platinum we are able to show people. So we're all educating ourselves at the same time. That's nice. I like this. It's beautiful. We should warn people too that if you if you watch this on YouTube, if you do the video version of Bacon No Bacon, uh, the video quality for my video anyway. Uh, maybe a little bit less quality than what you're used to. Um, that is because I'm using my laptop camera rather than my phone camera. Uh, but uh, I'll be honest with you, I've been running myself pretty ragged the last little while. So if I'm a little bit blurry, you know, you instead of complaining and giving us a thumbs down on YouTube, maybe fucking thank your lucky stars because my pores are deep <laughs> and the bags under my eyes are heavy. So less quality video might be. Oh, that's why you needed. wanted to go with the less quality video. You're hungover. <laughs> no. no, I'm actually not hungover today, but I like I was hungover for two days, and today is my first day of feeling. Oh, two days, again. and is that from one day, or did you drink two days in a yeah. row? Are you getting old? Monday, yeah, no Monday night football. I grabbed bottle, drank two bottles of wine. Drink oh Monday my night football. god, two bottles of wine to yourself? 
Holy yeah, smokes, dude! That's fucking heavy. And then I watched, and then I watched the new, the new Fast and Furious spinoff, whatever, with The Rock and. Uh, Jason oh yeah, Statham. how was it? Barnes and Noble or something like that. It's probably not what it was called. What's Barnes it's and Noble? It's a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it's their names. Fast and, and Furious, yeah, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> edition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forget uh, what their names were, but it, you know what? Uh, it ca- I, like I was really drunk, but I started watching it for five minutes just to finish that last glass of wine yeah. after the football game, and it fucking locked yeah. me in. Locked me so in it was good. Movie. You liked it. The action was great. The action was great. The the female lead in it was super super. She drew me right in. I'm so she was hot. Find, Is that what you're saying? I don't saying? know if I'm becoming that. She was hot, but in a cool way. Okay, like like a. A for race an car movie, chick? right? She had she had depth. She had depth to her. She's like a hero. She's like a female James Bond oh, type cool. character. But she also she had there was something. There's a maybe I'm just becoming this dirty old man because I'm finding Probably, myself yeah. uh, w- women in their late twenties, strong female roles on television and film in their late twenties, which is probably, if I'm honest with myself, too young for me to. I'm mesmerized by several, like, lately I find myself like, oh my god, I want to meet that person, I want to know her, but it's a character, so I don't know why I think the, the actual actress would be as deep and interesting as the character. I feel like she her. probably would be. You kind of <laughs> have to have a little bit of that in you, unless you're that amazing of an actor that you can just pull off being a completely... Uh, yeah, but a lot of actors lose their hum- humility when they, you know, they. the humility is what they are acting the most, right? The other stuff, they're intelligent and they're deep and they're, but a lot of actors really spend pulled out. And anyway, sometimes it's best to not meet the person you want to bone. Because <laughs> anytime you're attracted, if it's a woman, if I'm attracted to her, even if I'm attracted to her mentally and intellectually, deep down, that, that makes me want to bone her. That's, no matter what I like about a woman, I'm gonna, it's because I want to bone that part of her. <laughs> So you want to bone her intellectually? It sounds shallow, but I mean, it's it's less shallow than somebody who just want to bone people who are attractive physically. I like to want to bone people that are attractive mentally and personality. Hey, you're a good man. I fuck the shit out of there. You're a good old man. <laughs> old men are not yeah. really that. Usually uh, they're like, look at the tits on that we, one. They're not, they're not into her. Uh, right. Hey, that's good of you. Did you hear her? Did she, yeah, did you hear her dissertation on fucking uh, the uh, hunger crisis in Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I want to bolt the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, I am hard right now. Wow, that is a one hell of a speech about how the water is polluted. <laughs> so, um, But since we're talking about things that I've yeah. watched, Uh-oh. so that Barnes & Noble, whatever, Fast and Furious <laughs> thing, it was an easy watch if you're not, you know, if you if you're not uh, super fussy about uh, plausibility and things like that. But I, what I did watch yesterday, I uh, George Stromalopoulos, yeah. who I'm a big fan of, and uh, of him. Very and nice Again, guy. if I was a, a a woman, I would want to bone his personality. He's a wonderful, he's a wonderful person, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's thrilled to hear as he's watching. For sure, he's a big fan of bacon, no bacon. George, are you kidding? He's got all the time in the world he's such a not busy guy he's, he's so very busy, busy. Yeah. anyway he recommended this thing he tweeted this thing about um 
I think the, the show got recognized. Anyway, it's this new show that's new for me anyway. I'd never even heard of it until George tweeted it. Uh, I respect his opinion. And he said that this is one of the best thing he's seen, uh, television, whatever show, movie, in uh, a long while. So I checked it out. It's called Ted Lasso. It's on Apple TV+. Okay. Plus. Uh, and it's basically the, the plot summary is a... Uh, a football coach in America who had success in a very short period of time in a Division II school. He won the national championship, I think, in his second year coaching. Just a very good, different approach to coaching. Uh, gets picked up by a uh, Premier League f football or soccer team in, okay. in England uh, to come be their new coach. It's a team that had been struggling with mediocrity for 10 years in the Premier League. And they're they're with a bad season coming this current season that's happening. If they have a bad season, they are looking at um, uh, de degradation, being degraded from Premier League to the Championship League. Uh, so they hire this this American football coach who don't even know the rules to soccer. So that so it's a comedic okay. premise, Deja. But the character development in this thing, like it's, first of all, I love, I'm, I'm guilty. I love sport movies, TV shows, like, you know, uh, you know, we were, we are Marshall fucking Friday night lights, all those, all those Rudy, all these movies. I love, I love these things, coach Carter, but this one, so I, it, that's, what's got me. Oh, that's an interesting premise. Uh, but uh, I'd say there, it averages, like, they show game, they have games, game footage, like one every two episodes. So it's not super sport okay. heavy. And the sport part is more, it's kind of the comedic relief anyway, except for when you get to the end of the season and there's the drama and, you know, there's things on the line with each game and blah, blah, blah. But the character development in this, the arc that these characters yeah. have, like, the villains are never so villainous that you can't, you can never, you know, like there's people do things in uh, like uh, in Game of Thrones. No, you watch never Game watched of Thrones? it. Okay, so for the viewers that did watch Game of Thrones, remember when Sansa fucked up and sold out her father? Uh, I could never forgive her for that all the way to the end. Even when she's looking like a good, strong leader, I still fuck you. I hope you get fucking uh, throw a dragon fucking rapes your eye sockets, you bitch. You sold out your father. Fuck you. I never like there's people that do things in shows that you can never get past. There's no none of the villainous type characters in this show do anything that could not be redeemed at some point. And sure enough, they start to like at the end of the season, you're like, yeah, there's, uh, for my money, you're redeemed a little bit. Anyway, the characters are all good. The two female leads are super enthralling. They get more attractive as the as the as the show go on. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is who plays Ted Lasso. He's the he's the executive producer. I think he's part of the creator of the show. What a wonderful, wonderful! There should be so many more characters like this. Like you know, somebody who <laughs> it, it almost like I was as I was watching it. I'm like, oh my god, this is like this is. Uh, I shouldn't say this, but it's like Angela. So nice that you're skeptical about it. So nice that you're like, this can't be. And you know, I don't want to give anything away, but he ended up with relationship problems just because it's too much. It's too much for you to always be positive, always look right. at the bright side, always kind, beyond kind. See, to the meanest people, you're still kind. Like, and so that affected his, his uh, romantic relationship. Huh. Um, but what a great character, just an earnest 
and this is what I was trying to tell. I was sitting watching a little bit with Reese before he fell asleep. Because um, I watched the whole thing. I watched all 10 episodes last night. I went to bed at like 4, four or 5 in the morning because I couldn't stop watching it. Um, wonderful. So Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. The character is just positivity, earnest. The earnestness of it, is, which I was trying to tell Reese, is like, you know, maybe people can say Justin Trudeau's made mistakes and he's not, but I still believe that he earnestly wants to do good for the country. Did he fuck up? Yeah, bunch, tons, tons of fuck ups. But I still believe that it's earnest that he wants to. So that this character's earnestness to just want to be good. It's not even a want, he can't help it. He's positive. He he latches on to, to sort of uh, quotes that are inspiring, right? Like, um, I don't remember any of them because I'm shallow, but... Anyway, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. I give it two whopping thumbs up, an absolute recommendation. You got time over the, the lockdown, over the next uh, whatever, 20 days where it's not supposed to do anything. Definitely... Ted Lasso. If you don't already have Apple TV Plus, it's worth the one month subscription just to watch uh, morning show and uh, and that. Uh, cool, man. Yeah. Speaking of watching stuff, I sent you a link. Um, did you see it in your email? To check it on my. Can you check it on your? Yeah, you can check it on your phone, no. I guess, or your email or something. Yeah, I yeah. can check it on my phone. I sent you a link. I cannot what? play Video? this for the viewers on YouTube, but you can very easily uh, you. My very first class of participants is yoga. Yoga class. Oh, <laughs> naked yoga. That's um, like somewhere you want to be in the front row <laughs> Dude, for sure. Dude, I, I did not know this, but apparently if you YouTube, if you just YouTube naked yoga, it's on YouTube and they're not, they're, they don't take it down. Uh, YouTube says like it's a lifestyle thing, I guess. So they're refusing, like they don't take it down. Like you're allowed yeah. to have, it's basically almost very pornographic if you're watching it. I guess people, uh, I understand. Here we go. Yeah. I'll play the audio, I guess, is what you. Yeah. My very first naked yoga class. Oh, yeah. I don't need this angle. It was wow. pretty nerve wracking. <laughs> you first take your clothes off, and then you go into your first downward dog, and, and you're like, oh no, 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 no. But they, they let people keep on their underwear. Is this one have their underwear? Exactly okay, so there's ones, dude, there's... Um, as there's fact, ones, yeah, where they're not wearing any underwear. For every event. We they're have not wearing any underwear at all. They're just, like, completely naked. It's hilarious. Like, buttholes in the air. <laughs> Let's not talk about sex. They don't talk about sex in the class. Dude, That's it's funny. so funny. Like, and the fact that it's on YouTube. But it, I don't get, what like, what entices people to do this? Do you, like... The f spirituality man like yoga is already a, a spiritual type of exercise right it's like you you really are feeling your own body I yeah get, i get that but i'm just looking at looking at some of the people you hate to judge a book by its cover but i'm definitely judging that there's more than two pronouns in that fucking room <laughs> there are some people that are being deep for the sake of being deep um yeah, it's hilarious, man. There's some pretty... Did you hear that thing, too? There was like a... a wow, what was it? I saw an article about a woman. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. She upped her libido or claims that she upped her libido by giving her vagina sun every day. So she would just lay on her back that. and open her legs and let, her, and let the sun shine on her vagina. And apparently that made her... Uh, I've heard that. 
I've seen people doing that to their assholes too. Like they get down in the downward dog position. Yeah. They get down in the downward dog position and open up their, their ass little sun on that. Try to get sun on their asshole. You got <laughs> some good old vitamin yeah. D. Is that what it is? Vitamin D. <laughs> vitamin D, right? Sunshine and right vitamin up your asshole. <laughs> but see, we're we're laughing at it because it's the visual is obviously hilarious. But you know what? I don't. Those I are wonder, the kinds yeah, of things that knows? I will not dismiss as not effective. And if the, just if the person yeah. believes it, the psychosomatic. Yeah, that's effect, a good point. It's, yeah, if it's positive. Then fucking yeah. go have at it. Just sunshine, <laughs> fucking little rainbows bright up your ass. <laughs> Fine. I couldn't. My <laughs> I'm shy, and my dignity <laughs> just wouldn't. Even if I was alone on an island, I could not fucking open my asshole up to the sun. It's just not something that I can do because I'm. I don't know what I'm a shallow caveman. I, call me whatever, but I do not. For me, it's people that be like, you know, like I'm saying, yeah, go ahead, fucking shine it up your ass. It's people that would be like, oh, you don't shine, right. you don't shine yeah, yeah, up yeah. your ass. Oh, you're a fucking caveman, you piece of shit. I can't even look at you. You make me sick because yeah. you don't fucking let sun touch your asshole or your <laughs> vagina. It's people that are so deeply rooted in their belief system, especially when they're a little off the beaten path. Can you can you can you accept that? You know, there's a reason why. Not everybody shines sun up their ass because it's not really super normal. Like it's normal comes from somewhere. <laughs> you did, you're, you're discriminatory against people who put uh, who like the sun on their asshole. It's discrimination. I, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I don't discriminate against. Well, why don't you try it then, Derek? Being why don't you get on top of, of a mountain, yeah. all right, and just pull down your pants and let the sun hit your asshole once in a while, huh? <laughs> Because I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. You know what I mean? If this is a health benefit of some kind, maybe I should stop drinking, smoking, and taking drugs first. Maybe I'll start with that and then start firing rainbows up my ass. I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you could you could adjust before before you get to that point. There's a lot of things that could help your health. Yeah. Maybe I could cut down on my cholesterol intake before fucking going out. Naked, <laughs> traumatizing Madame Bruteau back there by fucking showing her my asshole and pointing it toward the sun. <laughs> uh, dude, I could just picture you Baby trying steps. it and the neighbors coming out and they're like, I'm trying to get vitamin D on my asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, looking through my legs to say good morning. Like, to, oh, so Why don't you try it? You'll be more down. positive. <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. <laughs> I'd love to see you take a yoga class, just yoga, not not naked yoga, <laughs> but I'd love to see you in a yoga class. I, uh, you know what? I'm I'm curious enough to try it because my flexibility in the last one year has become so atrocious <laughs> that I can't help but think. And my core, my core, you saw my core. I don't have a core anymore. I've been cored. I'm like one of the somebody has taken one of those apple cores and removed any musculature that I had between my tits and my balls. <laughs> I have zero fucking muscle in there. So yoga class might be good for me. Maybe do some yoga and then like Ryan Belleville is doing a jujitsu down there. Now. Oh, yeah, he's in the jujitsu. Maybe yeah. do some yoga, start doing some jujitsu to get some some core, some, some uh, what's that, equilibrium things. You know, these are good yeah. things for you. But again, maybe I'll start with cutting down to one pack a day and fucking 80 beers a week. <laughs> Oh man! Do that first. 
but I am down to uh, 200 pounds. I'm down to 200 really? pounds. Really? Wow. Congratulations, um, man. Well, I, uh, I, I lost most of it in the first six months of the, the pandemic, but I've managed to keep it pretty low. I'd gone up again three or four pounds, and then now I'm down back to 201. I was 201. The lowest I've been since March is 199 in September, I think, when I had that full summer of super yeah. active outside but all the time. What do you building the bar? What would you say is your regiment now that to keep it off? What are you doing to keep it off? I just I still don't eat oh, okay. very That's much. A good I don't <laughs> eat a lot of like he- unhealthy amount, <laughs> or you just like you cut down on your portions so they're not unhealthy. I've been doing. I've been doing. No, I've literally not tried at all to be careful with what I eat at all. I still eat shit uh, and and just not often. I only eat generally one meal okay. a day. Um, but because I was so active in the summer, I think I was just burning off more calories. So I was taking in the same number of calories, but burning off more because I was being active. Right. Now, I haven't been very active for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'd say since, since my birthday, I haven't really done anything physical. Like I haven't been doing any renovation things or yeah. anything like that. Um, and here's the thing. You make fun of me all the time for napping. Guess what? You don't fucking eat while you're That's sleeping. That's true. That's a good point. That's a so, good point. It's a way to keep it off. And they say that you burn more ca- you burn more calories sleeping than watching TV. Really? So I haven't been watching that much TV for the last year. Uh, and I've been doing a shit ton of sleeping. Like, literally, it's not an odd thing. In the last month or so, it's not an odd thing for me to have two I sometimes even have three naps a day. Maybe they're not even naps. One of them ends up being like a twenty-minute lie down, but it's still not. I thought I'm you were saying a better, coma. Right? <laughs> Some of them just turn into comas. Um, I have had three and four-hour naps, though. That does happen. Three or four-hour nap, Jesus. Not you sleep regularly. I would say once every two or three weeks, I'll have a two or three-hour yeah, nap. Sleep a lot. I don't know how you do it. It's weird how you. I don't I like, know if it's right, though. And there's more and more studies coming out that show. Like, what other explanation is it that I'm still even alive? It's it's a really pretty good, yeah. It's actually, and you know what? You're not smoking while you're sleeping. You, you haven't figured it out yet, at least. I don't know if you are, but you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you do. <laughs> What I like to do is sit in my room with the door closed for 20 minutes before my nap and just yeah. hotbox my bedroom and then, and then go to sleep. Just figure out how to keep the nicotine going in your body while you sleep. That's Once you figure that out, buddy, you're going to be fucking, you're going to be living. Did you see the new McDonald's burger? No, my children are all leaving. I'm sorry, everybody. My children are leaving. It's their mother's birthday today, so we're, they're going over to see their mother. Such nice children. That's great. And they're all... Yeah, but they're stealing food from my house to make the trek. The fucking 15-minute trek, and he's got a box of crackers that he's got to take with her. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for cleaning up. Jamie cleaned my house That's a little cool. bit today. Here's the thing. I'm going to talk about this. Jamie, Jamie, it's Jamie's job because Jamie's not in school and she doesn't work. So we negotiated that she's going to clean the house. I ask recently, Andy, all the time, can you do this for me? Can you do that? Fuck off. No, I got to go pick my ass or something. Jamie, though, all of a sudden, Jamie's stressed and like, oh, guys, can you help me? Fuck, the troops were rallied. Let's see Reese is over here doing a terrible job at everything he does that involves cleaning. Reese, did you clean this patio door, by the way? Can somebody look? Girls, please, look at this patio door. Reese was standing in front of that with a bottle of Windex and paper towel. How the fuck? What the fuck is that? I didn't do the window part. What did you do? Oh, I did the frame. Oh, he <laughs> with Windex? He watched the frame. 
with Windex. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna use fucking uh, SOS pad to wash the, the door, the window. But, uh, you guys also left the dog outside. I'm doing a podcast here. This is a professional fucking. Talk about something. Because you're looking about. Reese gets so insulted. He gets so insulted. We're all pretty insulted right now. Yeah, but not for me. You did it for Jamie. You cleaned, but you did it for Jamie. I think Jamie. you found your way of... It's her job. <laughs> oh, my God. Christmas is canceled. I'm Muslim now. Abdul, what do we do? What are we doing on the First thing you do, kids, you've got, you have to <laughs> kneel in the corner. <laughs> You're in trouble. You never have to kneel. Uh, All right. The podcast is now called No yeah. Bacon, No Bacon. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Uh, Love you guys. That's hilarious. Are you taking two cars or one? That's hilarious. I love you. <laughs> yeah, you've lost all love. Okay. They're gone. They're like, that's it. We're not coming back. But it's true. Yeah, but so that's Jamie, your key, dude. You don't tell them that. Now you know. So you're supposed to run things through Jamie first and then let it trickle down. That's what you should be doing. It's ridiculous. I can't. I, every time I try to scold or or chastise any one of them, the other two. I wonder are if you if you're like, like uh, what, what if you're like, hey Jamie, uh, could you get Reese to do this? Would would she? I wonder yeah, if that we, would work. I'd probably have to pay her though. They're fucking opportunists. <laughs> I'd probably have to pay Jamie somehow. <laughs> somehow she negotiated a pack of cigarettes oh, out of me God. the other night. Jesus. Well. It's like I know I'm losing as a parent. I'm losing. You've the lost, I think. You definitely like, lost. Why are you afraid of your children? I'm like, well, there's fucking three of them now. It's three against one. That's why I'm afraid of them. <laughs> and they're and they're getting they're big. Either. It's not like before. They're getting yeah. big, man. They're older. These kids, I tell you. Andy's a dancer. She's very flexible. She might capoeira <laughs> my ass. And fucking Reese is just a halt. Uh, uh, I guess I should send it to you. No, anyway, I don't. I don't know what's happening. I'm losing control as a parent. It's frightening. A little uh, bit. Well, I think that happens after a certain age. No, I think you kind of just have to let it go. <laughs> it's almost like uh, you know, you got to let it just be. They're they're going to be adults. I mean, they are adults. Two of them. Yeah, Jimmy. And Jimmy yeah, and so are, that's yeah. it. You've got no say anymore, buddy. Adult adults pay rent and well, look, and man, stuff. they've got you corn. Also, adults are fucking uh, able to figure out how to fucking sneak, get dad to pay for everything. Fuck, <laughs> what you got to do? I don't know. Do I, mean, I, have, I don't have kids. I can't give you advice, buddy. Maybe we should call a. We should get like a, a therapist or someone who deals with children, child psychologist. Yeah, some fucking. I think watching this on YouTube is probably just going to give me a thumbs down for my parenting style rather than fucking, you know, maybe, maybe some, offer help. some help. In give the Derek, section. if anybody has wrong? any advice for Derek, please leave it in the comments below. We need, we need parenting advice. How does Derek get the reins back from his children? They're running the house. One of the comments I guarantee, maybe because I'm mentioning it, they won't mention it, but the fact that I'm smoking when the children were here and it's, it's only during the podcast yeah. that I do it. Normally they're not here. Norm- and in the summertime, the windows are all open, but whatever. Anyway, whatever. My parents smoked it. Look at me. I'm a fucking <laughs> That's creature. a great example. Look at me. <laughs> the guy who just said he <laughs> snaps for five hours a day in terrible health. Very unflexible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to get this McDonald's yeah, burger. We didn't talk about the McDonald's burger. Did you see it yet? The McDonald's in China? 
is uh, served a, a spam and Oreo burger. Spam yeah, did you go- just Google Google McDonald's Burger China, and you'll definitely find it. And t- tell me if would you try this? Would you eat the spam here? Let me put it on the screen for everybody else who's watching, so they can see. I wonder if this is. I could see you trying. I actually no. I don't know if I could. You don't eat. You don't. You don't try shit. You stick to the. I don't like sweets. <laughs> I don't like sweets. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't eat it. You wouldn't eat that. Donald's China offers burger featuring spam and crushed Oreos. No, I, I wouldn't. What's that? Mayonnaise I don't know. It looks stuff? disgusting. No, it looks horrible. I don't know. I think this is how the I, the new strain of the virus happened. They're actually. The food giant announced the newest item this week and revealed that the Oreo luncheon meat burger would be available for, oh, one day only. It's a one day only. And the classic burger sauce, so like Big Mac sauce. Luncheon meat is a trending food among youngsters nowadays. Really? Kids are eating that? Do your kids eat that? Yeah. Spam? No, Spam was, until like five years ago, I thought Spam was a joke thing from like... uh, National Lampoon. I didn't think it was really? an actual thing. I didn't. I had no. Full of meatiness with a hint of sweet aftertaste. It, it, it looks disgusting. It it looks horrible. Yeah. But people are eating that stuff. They also eat bats in China, so you know that's how we got. This, this is exactly it. That's why I said I think that's when this new strain is starting. Now they're talking about this new strain, and I was like, oh fuck! Right when the burger comes out, <laughs> this is exactly how it happened. <laughs> but um. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, see, now you got no kids. Got no kids to make the backup coffee. But, uh, no, they're mad at me. <laughs> so, what else has been uh, going on, man? What's going on with you? Well, Reese's dog, yeah. baby, the Rottweiler, turns out like, it's winter now, so we're not out in the yard with her as much. She fucking been my brand new deck yeah. that I just built. She's been chewing on it. See, it's all oh. shredded. The whole stairway is really? shredded. Like, the, all the steps are just. Yeah. This dog that I didn't want is constantly fucking ruining my shit. Plus, it's a dog that I'm with all the time. So they're gonna. I tell Reese about it. He'll probably blame me. He's like, I haven't been here in like two weeks. Why are you blaming me? You're the one that was taking care of the fucking dog. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is the logic of my children. Yeah, you're the one to blame because you were there even though it's his dog. Derek really needs help. Isn't there a saying like, Tis the season to be jolly. I fucking don't feel jolly at all. I feel very. Res- Tis the season to be resentful. <laughs> I think is what Christmas should be re- re- rebranded. <laughs> uh, another thing I, th- I uh, saw the other day was um, remember we talked about it last week. We talked about the Christmas tree, uh, how people cut down Christmas trees all year, or uh, don't cut trees all year, and then Christmas yeah. they cut them all down. I saw an article a couple days later, and I thought this was a great idea uh, that. People are now buying living Christmas trees. So the small Christmas trees in a pot that you can Uh, water and you use that. And then after Christmas, you can plant your tree and you grow a tree. Isn't that a great idea? Isn't that much better than the solution where you told me to fucking have sex with a goat or something? You were like, don't you guys fucking do weird shit with goats? See now, our our two Muslim listeners are gonna think I'm an Islamophobe of some kind. I'm joking. You didn't say that at all. I just want to. I just like I like pinning 
<laughs> racism to you. It's just like I feel like I feel like Muslims eat more goat than fucking non-Muslims. <laughs> I, I was apparently wrong. Uh, no, I. Uh, so yeah, that's a, a little anecdote there that I fucking I guess I saw. What else was there? Was there something else? No, that's all I got. So you, so, you, so for people that don't know, uh, Abdul is married to a Christian <coughs> girl, uh, but they don't do Christmas. It's like uh, they yeah, don't do well, we don't do anything really. We don't celebrate any of the holidays. We don't celebrate Halloween. Do you feel like a different time of year though? Do you feel like a you even feel like this is a special I like time of I year? like the fact other- that everyone seems a little bit happier. I do enjoy it. I like that people get time off work because that makes them a little happier as well. So it seems like a nice time. It, I do. Yeah. I enjoy the the Christmas time. I like that people. I mean, before all this shit happened, but I did enjoy the fact that people, uh, uh, you know, get together with their families. I think that's a cool thing, and you get to you know see everybody. About the decoration, do you like do you like seeing lights all over? Um, uh, I don't mind for the lights. I mean, it, yeah, the lights are not so bad. I'm not like uh, it doesn't really uh, do much for me. I guess other than it looks pretty, it's nice. You got the lights up and everything. It looks nice. Yeah. Look at How you. Yeah, it looks great. There's a nice pop of color. I like the colors in Christmas. People have that instead of it's just plain white and snow. Oh, I like yeah. I like Christmas. I think it's a fun uh, little uh, holiday you guys got going on, but. Uh, I just don't do it, I, dude. I was in Walmart. Well, I was in. This is. I realized the other day when uh, I went to Walmart and they were playing the Christmas music or whatever, and I'm like going through, and I, and it was the first time it dawned on me because I guess we just like kind of been indoors all the time trying to not do too much. So it's like the first time where I mean it feels like nothing happened this year, and like Christmas was the last thing that happened before COVID. So it felt almost like a Groundhog Day thing where. I just was like, we're doing this again. It's like we're set in this weird circle in life, like where like they society has it all set up for us, where you're just like we go through this calendar of society, and like I didn't I didn't want to go through this. Like this, nobody asked me if I wanted to take part in this whole, you know. Like I feel like it's weird how we're like in this marketing society. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if it's just me. Pretty soon, Abdul's gonna be like. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do Tuesdays. Nobody asks. Yeah, me to what the fuck Tuesday is this Tuesday? Every day's the same. No, I guess you gotta have to like <laughs> organize some days to know what you're doing on which day of the week. But other than that, like holidays, it just feels like a fucking dude. They, the hol- Christmas is gonna be over. They're already gonna be stocking it with like Valentine's Day stuff. It's just, it just yeah. feels too forced. Well, that's the merchandising. Kind of yeah. consumerism, fucking angst. and that's what I don't like. But like you said, the family part. I love the family, family part. part. Yeah, I think that's a great tradition part. Traditions are good, you know, like having traditions, even if it's family traditions or cultural tradition. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it grounds nice you. And now I'm feeling all guilty that my children may have just left, not feeling my spirit. I, I, I'm into it. I'm. I was doing it in the spirit of comedy, trying to be funny, like, oh, hey, these dickheads, that's a dirty window. But now they're probably like, that's such a fucking asshole. I always talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, they might, I guess. See, that's it. That's how That's how they get me, because I feel either guilty or angry all the time. That's, that's my life with my children. I either feel angry, so I yell or make snide, passive-aggressive comments, or I feel guilty about those passive-aggressive snide comments. That's the whole thing. There's never room for just... Love, just sitting there loving. Yeah, each other. I don't know. I uh, wish we yeah. could have a psychologist <laughs> to help you with that. 
I feel like it's a you gotta. I don't know. I have no idea. I wonder what what you would do to just balance that in life with your children. Maybe don't call them shitheads. Maybe that's a start. Maybe don't fucking make fun of them yeah. in the public eye. Uh, maybe they'd be a lot happier. I don't know. But uh, Jamie and I were talking today. I used to have a joke when Jake because Jamie's yeah. twenty one now. Uh, when she was younger, like when I have a joke from I think it's my first album. My first or my second album about Jamie's first period. That's so good. Uh, What's that? Dan, back then yeah. she hated it. But now she's like, you know, I heard it the other day on Spotify or whatever. And she's like, yeah, because her friend, some, some, their friend, my kid's friend get a kick yeah. out of what I do. And they're always like, oh, God, I'm going to start. But uh, Jamie's like, you know what? I remember that day because I talk about how I knew her period was coming before yeah. she even knew. Because one day she was just not feeling well and she was acting really bitchy. And I'm like, what's wrong, Jamie? She's like, I don't even know what's wrong. I just, I feel, I just want to scream. And I was like, oh, fuck, I know what's coming for sure. <laughs> and she's like, fuck, I heard that. And I'm like, I remember that day. And I didn't believe you. I didn't believe Andy too. Andy went through the same thing. I'm like, you're probably going to have your period. She's like, no, it's not that. It's just I fucking hate everything. And I want to break something. And I'm like, well, that's what's coming. She's like, you're stupid. You don't know anything. And I'm like, I do know. I know things. Hopefully, one day my children will look back and be like, my dad was so right about so many things. And for some reason, I, I, I have a philosophy. I have a, a, a theory about it that children, especially children, of means my children are spoiled for you know comparatively to the global lucky i say i would say lucky your kids are lucky Lucky, yeah yeah. lucky Uh, i'm kind to them i'm i'm i think i'm pretty cool some days you know i think maybe i was trying too hard to be cool with them rather than be role model disciplinary and all that uh but like you know at 16 17 when they started trying weed i didn't lose my shit and it was just like, all right, well, don't drive and don't like if you're going to do it, do it here. It's safe here, whatever. Now it's too much. Now they do it too much. Maybe. So now in retrospect, I'm like, ah, maybe I should have put my foot down and made it terrible. But I think kids are going to do what kids do. Andy's Andy's getting older now. She's not interested in it at all. She's she's totally mean and bitchy to me. She's so not nice to me, but she does well in school. She's polite to other people, rude to me, oh, but though, like just really? rude. Like I can't even, Andy, how are you today? Ugh, mm, like just gross. She's so rotten to me. But uh, she doesn't swear in front of me. So I assume she doesn't swear in front of other grownups. Uh, she doesn't, she does not interested in, in weed, uh, which is great. I'll let her have a, a, a sip of wine or a glass of beer, whatever, at dinners and things like that. And she seems interested in that so there's things that i've done as a parent that i i hope i should i should felicit myself more for that i that was a good approach um but there's other things that uh, maybe this one and each kid is so different too you have to so anyway i'll I'll say i'm doing my best i am feeling guilty that they may have left with any kind of negative feeling i'm sure they've forgotten my name by now they don't even know who to find like they don't give a shit but i'm always thinking about these things so i think the fact that i care Again, coming back to how we opened the podcast, approaching any task, job, role with earnest desire to do good at it, I think that's the number one best thing that you can, the first the first thing that's going to lead to success in anything, I think. And I really, really do want to be the best dad I can. Oh, so, so. sad. Very nice. Very heartfelt. 
Maybe they'll watch this yeah. and they'll Our love God. you again. They're not going to watch this and they they're not, not going to love this. you again. <laughs> uh, uh, but I have to say, uh, remind me this time next year, or like maybe uh, around my birthday next year, living Christmas tree. Because it's a tradition in my family. The day after my birthday, we always oh, go Oh, cool. Tree. There you go. Living Christmas tree for next year. <laughs> so I'm interested. Looping back to that. Uh, I, I, I think it's I'm a great idea. Yeah. Taking note of it. I've, I've got I've got my new uh, diary, my new uh, whatever yeah. agenda, and I'm going to put it for next year. Look into yeah. living Christmas tree. I That's like very the cool. Idea. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. That's. Uh, yeah. I feel like you're. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you. How did you know, as Jamie being your first daughter, and you said that she when she you knew that she was going to get her period before. How did you know? Yeah. Because she was being a real <laughs> bitch. And, <laughs> that's it you just <laughs> and she wasn't and she was she wasn't she wasn't feeling well and then i was trying to get you know like what's wrong what is it that's wrong what's because she was sad she would cry okay like, yeah, boy that, things were affecting yeah, that's, her so much yeah. more than in the previous thing and then when I, I i was asking her what's wrong and she was just kind of all agitated and i'm like what's wrong and she's like i don't know i don't know i just i just i don't even know what's wrong i just want to scream and i'm like that is totally pms because her mom, her mom did get PMS kind of bad. Like she had physical uh, symptom right. of PMS too, like the cramps and all that. So I, I it wasn't far fetched okay. for me to believe that my. I thought you read like have, a parenting book or something. You know? I was like, wow, Derek's really on top of his children. He read a book. He knew before she got it. I, I have, I do, I have read a book. Yeah, stuff. yeah, I do some research. Okay, here. that's cool. Um, that's interesting. It must have been like, were you, were you like at all panicked? Like when you had your first kid, were you like, holy fuck, what do I do? Or did were you like just nonchalant? Ah, yeah, no worries. I was ready yeah. to be a dad when I when I had kids. More so, I would say than their yeah. mother. I was more maternal from appartin than, <clears throat> and um, she definitely. I think in retrospect, I definitely pressured and her into having kid when when we had them i think she would have waited a, f a few okay. years uh and uh, quite frankly i don't think either of us knew that we would get pregnant so fast like so and stop the birth control pill uh like the week we got married okay and you know they say it take like a yeah, couple of get months out of your system, to get yeah. back on your regular cycle get it out of your system uh three months to the day she she got wow. pregnant the first time and we were both like, whoa, fuck, that was pretty, that's a success story, right? Yeah, that's right quick. out of the gate. So Jamie was born basically exactly one year after we got married. Wow. Uh, and then right away, uh, I was, I, I dated a girl at 19, I dated a girl who had a baby. So I had, oh, uh, I had okay. that experience. Yeah, you had some experience behind. Uh, I had a younger sister as well, which Anne did too. Anne's brother is 10 years younger than her. So she had that experience yeah. as well. Uh, I don't know. I guess some people just have it more than others. But not to say that Anne was never. She's not. She's a good mom and everything. But um, I was more maternal right out of the gate. Like I remember, like breastfeeding for her was weird. She felt it was weird. So you did it. She felt like she. She used to say that they would. <laughs> yeah, so I did. <laughs> she, <laughs> she would say though that it feels like they're sucking the life out of her. She felt her life force being sucked yeah. out. And I'm like, oh my god, and. The, I remember at the time, it sounds hokey, but I would be jealous of that. I'd be like, oh my God, I would love to feel that, to give, you know, like what we, you know, in like the movies when you see like a family member give a kidney right, to yeah, another yeah. family member, you're like, oh my God, that's the, 
you know, it's so stupid to wish for that opportunity. That would mean one of my kids has kidney disease or whatever, you know, but like, oh my God, that to be able to show my love in such a literal physical way, that sounds so great. I would just love to be able to do that. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, like, just blood transfusion straight out of my veins. Yeah, into I know their what you body. mean. Yeah. Like, yes, this is how much I love you as my last drop. Fucking, uh, look at that love, ultimate sacrifice. I'm over dramatizing it or whatever, but I remember her saying, "Feels like they're sucking the life out of me," and I was jealous that she was able to have that feeling. Yeah, that's. Uh... But to her, it was a total negative feeling, and to me, it was. I was, you know, let's go. So no, when we had kids, I was, I was I had a maternal instinct right away. To di to this day, you can't see me like if I'm standing in line or just standing anywhere, I'm like this all the time, and people are like. What are you doing? It's from so many nights with my colicky babies, right? Uh, Jamie and Reese both had stomach issues when they were babies. So it would be like two hours just holding the baby and rocking so them. So now you to sort of you their, instinctively just rock so back and forth. <laughs> like I rock back and forth. Whenever I'm standing, I'm And now you know why they forth. leave you People with the I'm with the little raped. baby pup? They leave you with the dog. People the maternal one in the family. I'm rain menace. Yeah. Standing in line at the grocery store, rocking back and forth, and somebody walks by and just dumps a box of fucking uh, toothpicks on the floor. And like, <laughs> how many? How many are in there? It's a Rain yeah, Man. I've never joke. seen Rain Man. Saw Rain Man. What is Rain Man? Who's in that? <sighs> Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast with uh, Derek Sagan. I've Abdul never Bhatt. seen it. Everything we've What's seen it all. I've never is that seen with Rain who? Man. Who's in it? Dustin Hoffman and Tom No, Bruce? I've never seen it. Is this like a? Is this something I should see? Is this a classic? Is this a hit? Yeah, it's an Oscar winner, I think. I think Dustin Hoffman definitely won the Oscar oh, for it. Rain Man. He plays an autistic man before autism was even a thing oh, that was on the... I've heard of this. The day-to-day -day vernacular or whatever. He plays an autistic yeah. man who ends up being the older estranged brother of okay. Tom Cruise. I think I've heard of this. So he only meets him, he only meets him after their father dies and... So the father, whatever, the father had been paying for... I think this uh, is, uh, this is. Uh, I think the reason I know this is Mark DeBonis used this as an example of um, of uh, why Kanye West is so talented, but also very insane. Like he just, he's very, yeah, he's that's what he, his, his theory is that he thinks he's autistic, which I think he does have, it's actually, yeah, did you ever see the uh, Letterman interview on Netflix? He's bipolar. If I'm not mistaken, bipolar, yeah, possibly. But I would say there's a good likelihood that he's on the spectrum because he does have a, a very mathematical. That's musical, what he was suggesting. Uh, yeah, is that aptitude. he he's he's not fit. And I I agree. After seeing a lot of things, like I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I like his music or whatever. I'll listen. I'm not a huge fan. I don't really know any of his songs by name or anything. But I think he's definitely talented. He's just not able to be in the public eye because it puts a lot of pressure on him and he gets very mentally i don't think he can social handle inaptitudes it. it's, yeah is a very common yeah. it takes um, a lot of mental common, uh, symptom of people on the spectrum people don't get people don't understand inaptitude. but i guess like it, it like celebrities that have kept it together are very mentally stable because show business you know man it's like it'll fuck with your head a lot you know at times so yeah. It is pretty impressive when you see like child actors that are still acting today and they're doing great and you're like, fuck, those, what are you, like, someone should study you because the fact that you were like watched as yeah. a child and you grew up through this and it never really, 
I'm sure it's affected them at some point. I wonder what the like if they've ever yeah, done no, studies definitely. or anything. Even ones that even the ones that handled Still, it well are definitely affected. Had they have grown up like you or I, as nobody's, yeah. you know, or. Uh, Drew Barrymore is a good example. She seemed to have her shit together. She's and still a little off. She's a little off. A product of, yeah. of Hollywood, like she's come up in a non non realistic reality. It's yeah, like she grew up the child of a mega famous person, and then was mega famous at five. Yeah. See, it's it's not a normal thing. You're trying. You're drinking at eight. You know that's not a normal. Yeah. But she seems to have her shit together and tries for the happy for life. For the most everything. part, yeah. She's definitely... Uh... <clears throat> but yeah, the, the spectrum thing is just, it's so odd, though, that we went through, you know, for the sake of argument, call it 6,000 years of human existence to get to the last 25 where this spectrum has been identified. And you're like, oh, my God, in history, if you look back, you know, people say that um, Einstein would have very much been on the spectrum. Uh, you know, right. famous people that would have been on this spectrum of autism, which is such a uh, all-encompassing word, autism. It just means you're basically just means your brain is wired a little bit differently right. than something else. So it's like uh, like cars nowadays. You know, like they're you have these autistic cars that are amazing because you know they just they're wired differently and they they the each wheel reacts on its own thing. When you know, a hundred years ago. That's that's An crazy. Autistic talk. car. I've never heard it. Well, whatever. I'm trying to turn it into a positive. That oh, it yeah, can be a positive. Being wired differently can, you know, Dude, Kanye West has brought us. Some it definitely things, can be uh, used for positive if you can manage it and direct it in a certain for like use it. You for sure, man. Yeah. Fucking your brain just thinks on a different level than the rest of us. So you could like pinpoint and precisely nail down something way better than a lot of us. Where it's sad My head hurts is where when society I tries to, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started thinking, I'm like, oh, fuck. What's sad is when society have try to pigeonhole them into, no, you have to no, be No, they should so really tap into their, yeah, yeah and it. see, like, what do you like doing? And, and, like, give them so many options and see what they fucking just gravitate towards. And then they just yeah. nail, what was, I think, did we talk about this? I saw, uh, it was a documentary about the chess I think we talked about this. It was like a, a kid who was really good at chess. And I think he was, that's what it was. He was autistic. And he could like, he just came out of nowhere and was like the champion at a super young age. Is it recent? What's that? Is it yeah, recent? it's on Netflix. Uh, like the kid is still he's a kid? maybe 18 now. I mean, he was like in the, in the movie, I think oh, he was okay. like 15 or something like that, like uh, at the end of it. Because there's Bobby Bobby Fischer that was a big uh, chess star okay. in the sixties. No, yeah, he's uh, who, in retrospect, may have had something like that. He may have been. Yeah, on I mean, because well. once you find what they are like attracted to, anyone who's like has that that uh, you know mental savant. Is it a thing, mental yeah. illness or is it just a different way of thinking? That's what I wonder. I mean, it's not a mental illness. I think. It's funny, you, yeah. It's it just a be, different uh, way that uh, your brain wor is wired and works. It doesn't. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. I don't think. I think it's just. But I mean, in some people, you be, you're very non-functional. That's so. I don't know well, if that's you call it, it a yeah. mental illness. The or ones that are non-functional. That's that's the, uh, uh, fuck that. Mental illness, I think, is more psychological. This is physiological or psychological. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, psychiatric rather than. Um, but mental illness, I think we equate more with bipolar, depression, 
uh, say multiple yeah. split personality disorder. Yeah, but again, like you're saying, like is it is it is it just hey, that's just the way their brain works. It doesn't mean it's odd or anything just because it's off of the majority, but it's just a different type. Yeah, I think the way that you're speaking, if people would yeah, nurture and embrace those sure. things, maybe a way. But li listen, it's to be said that there are some people that are, you know, there's some that you can't. It's way too you can far. Always, you can always yeah. find the positive, but it may. But you can make their life yeah. as good as possible. I think nurturing it, which is a very modern thing, you know, like if you were nonverbal, non-functioning, really antisocial, autistic person in the fifties you're treated differently then than yeah, you would be now, sure. right? Like those are the types of people that Hitler was experimenting on and stuff because they didn't matter at all. Whereas today, that's just your lot in life. If you're We did that too in Canada. Did you, you, a, you know that, right? In Canada? Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's, it's easier to easier say Hitler? It's easier to just pin Hitler everything negative on Hitler? Residential schools, that asshole. <laughs> Hitler in his residential schools. Fucking Hitler, man. That guy was everywhere, just ruining everything. <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> government was doing that. Yeah, there's, uh, it's, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, I guess Gosh. back then they definitely didn't respect it. And imagine how, it, I mean, I could only picture where you have no knowledge of what a, di a person thinks differently is. And then you just see them, you're like, oh my God, they're from the devil. Like they used to just think they were like possessed. Yeah. How crazy, man! Like just thinking, like, oh, this person is possessed yeah. because they think differently than the way that you think. I could see it though. I could get it because if you're just like in a village, you have no science and no doctors, and you just see one person going crazy. I mean, those were the people that they would there's, crazy, I guess, in a loose there's term. There's a lot of people, acting though, different. Like people that are, are now in. Sorry. What, no, sorry. I was just trying mean? to uh, be a little bit more politically correct. But please carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's more though there's more and more people that are being speculated at least in retrospect because it's, they're passed on now but based on things been, like Einstein yeah. like I was saying like uh, remember that that movie Enigma or the, about the Enigma the guy that cracked the uh, the you're German, talking to the pop culture uh, junkie buddy sending. of course I've never seen it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah anyway that guy they're saying there's a possibility that he was uh, he was definitely wired a little bit differently. It turns out that he had a, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, but uh, I think because of the era in the 40s, he had a, um, a homosexual tendency. I think nowadays we would just simply say that he was a homosexual. But I mean, in the 40s, it was something that you hid. And then turns he got caught. So he saved, basically, he was one of the top five most important uh, successes that the Allied forces had was figuring out this code sending machine that okay. the Germans had. So they were able to intercept really key vital information to help them win the war. <laughs> and this guy was basically the most important piece of yeah, that puzzle of, that. of cracking the thing. Uh, it is said that perhaps he had some autistic spectrum sort of yeah. falling, falling somewhere on the spectrum, but he was also homosexual. And the man saved, like, like I said, the top five most important factors to the allies winning the war he was almost single-handedly responsible for it and they fucking chemically sterilized him for being almost for nothing but being a wow. homosexual not he wasn't a pedophile he wasn't yeah. you know what i mean he was just they caught him being gay and they chemically sterilized him and then he ended up killing himself 
Sounds so, like a fun movie. Like you said, I think our society has a lot of faults still, but I think the way we deal with things like that, uh, we are getting much better to the point where people like you or I, when we get impatient or, you know, you know, laughing at people doing naked yoga or bleaching their asshole from the sun, we, you know, like we blow, dismiss it. We're dismissive of it. But I would never, like I said, I They're would experimenting. never try to face to face. Yeah. And so they're modern day Einsteins. People, you know, the, they're out there getting the sun the on gender, their asshole, the trying to find out something new about like, science. Right, sure. It's one way to sum it up. Sure. <laughs> Good people. Society is being, all to say society is being more indulgent to. Right. Yeah. We're more open minded today. To the point than where we were. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people like me that are just backward, you know, like I'm living, let live. So if you want, to be, you know, like the, the, the gender issue is one that can we can use because it's something that everybody relate to. It's become more commonplace. So uh, whether you agree with it, you don't agree with it, some people are very mean to those people. I'm like, I don't mind. I find it odd. I can't not say I don't find it odd. I find it odd, but I I will try to indulge your, your need for this thing. Um, now, where the argument becomes especially hairy with those people is, is it a mental illness, like you said, or is it a, a wiring thing, like they're wired a little bit differently? I think it's a case-by-case thing, and all I can do is try to be kind to everybody. Like, if you look at characters depicted in pop culture, there's a, another so another movie about a uh, autistic person or somebody that fall on the spectrum was A Beautiful Mind with okay. Russell Crowe. Uh, he also won the Oscar for that. I'm pretty certain. He plays a mathematician. Who, I've heard of this one. He's he's uh, he's he's based on a real person too, so it's a historical figure. Um, but socially, he had a lot of trouble, right? Because he's that's he's wired differently. But mathematically, fuck the guy right. was a, off the chart. Like there's there's theorems today that still can't be duplicated by anyone. Because but he he did it. He solved these things or created these equations, yeah. whatever. <clears throat> um, there's another character on the show that I, I really like called Billions. It's uh, HBO. Yeah, I Billions think, is yeah, I think HBO. Anyway, there's a there's a gender non-binary person on that on okay. that show. Uh, their their pronoun is they and them and whatever. So <laughs> and whatever is that clearly one born. Well, no. they and them and whatever. <laughs> I think they would prefer whatever than uh, okay. she. Or <laughs> anyway, uh, and it turns out that the actor is actually like that okay. in real life as well. The actor's pronouns are they and them. Uh, the character in this show plays a mega super genius. So you would almost try, you know, you uh, looking at all these things, I would lend the, the character at least if not the actor because i don't know the actor but the actor was born a woman and so was the mm -hmm. the character but in the show the person is so prolific at the mathematical aspect of investments and the markets that you would almost oh maybe they are mm -hmm. on the spectrum you know what i mean at least the character in the show without the show ever saying it because the person does have a proficiency also socially they're actually eerily good at reading right. people like their their intellect is so high that they can you know pe read people's pantomime and so there's so many different kinds of people that's the beauty like the whole thing when we were in kindergarten and that you know you children are like snowflakes there's no yeah. one the same 
I love that yeah. about humanity. I love that. And I think we should really learn to be more tolerant. Now, even somebody like, so I'm preaching that, but sometimes I will be like, I'll roll my eyes at somebody bleaching their asshole in the sun. So, <laughs> you know. Well, I don't think you're rolling your eyes. I, We're I, fucking I trying to find the funny in it. That's all. We're just laughing. We're having a good time. We're joking. That's all. There you go. I don't got to explain that. Go. And like, so on that same subject, actually, remember I told you, Abdul and I are trying to make this more engaging and more funny. So I have a funny anecdote and it falls right into right. what we're talking about now. But I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm stealing all the, uh, the talk time. Go ahead. We've got but, picks um, to do. Are we doing picks still? I did a, I did a zoo. Okay. Did, yeah, all right, we could. Go ahead. Yeah, I think we should. Well, where are we at? Is that an yeah, hour? Yeah, we're at an hour. Are... Okay, but go ahead. I'm What's your anecdote? We, we can keep going. I did it. So I did it. A lot of my reality now, I'm not doing a yeah. lot of live shows, right? I'm doing Zoom shows, online shows. Uh, I've been so busy now through this, this corporate season is what we always called it, the corporate season, the, the yeah. holiday season. Um, I've done tons of these things. Well, didn't I get myself in shit? We're doing a Zoom show. Uh, Julien Zian and uh, Jen Grant and I were on this Zoom corporate show for a law firm, a very yeah. large, successful law firm. But it's Zoom, but we're doing it in a studio. Like it's a pro setup. It's like they paid big money to have this show. I mean, obviously they have three headliners. It's great. It's a great show. Um, but it's Zoom. So they're all Zooming from their house, but they're giving us the screen. Like we kept encouraging them, turn on your microphone. We'd love to interact with you, you know, to yeah. hear the laughs, you know, to chat back, whatever. But they're in their home. Again, this has happened to me many times. Kids will come in, you know, like they've asked us to keep it clean, so they assume it's safe. And, you know, I'm like always on the verge, like pushing the envelope, a little innuendo anyway. But so I, you know, you make a joke, you know, my, uh, the boat story with Angela, yeah. where when she gets sick and I'm like, this is a girl I love to watch swallow. The kid doesn't get why right. that's a dirty joke, right? So it's like pushing it. And so people are uncomfortable, but laughing and it's good. And then this little, this kid is sitting on the, the mom's lap and the, uh, they, the kid came right up to the camera and was said something. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What was that, sweetheart? And then I'm like, oh, shoot, wait, is that? No, wait, not sweetheart. But dude, hey, buddy, what? Wait, but. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if this is a boy or a girl. And I'm just like frozen. It's 2020. Can you even ask that? So I'm like, I'm panicking. I'm like, and, you know, it's just, I don't I don't know. It's 2020, though. You can yeah. just make up your mind, buddy. You do you. do you. you maybe in five years you'll decide which one it is. But I'm just saying, I'm, I don't know. Well, you guys know the parents. What kind of shitty haircut is that? That is a very, if there is, you know, like if, the, if that is a boy or a girl, you're really not helping things with that fucking haircut. The monkeys, you know what I mean? You got the monkeys haircut. Stephen. Uh, anyway, I just kept digging, the hole. digging my hole worse and worse. <laughs> and I'm like, can you just please... Turn off your camera. I can't look at that kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting worse and worse as I was trying to fix it. It's just getting worse. And the kid is just like looking so, hey, this is great. You're talking to me. I'm like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not talking to you. You're clearly what you are. I'm, I'm, there's a kid over in another box that you can't see. Sorry, kid. It's, uh, please. Please, everybody, let oh, me have the hook. God. And, then, and then I, where I was able to punch out, thank God my brain worked on a good level sometimes. At the end, I'm like, well, you know what? It looks like I'm going to be needing a lawyer. I guess I'm on the right <laughs> show for that, right? There's like 70 of you around here. <laughs> uh, so, unless you get sued by that law that firm. Happened. That's funny, man. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, the Zoom shows. Digging the yeah. hole. I love that. When you, you start getting into it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I haven't been paid for the show either. I don't know if that's possibly why why I haven't oh, been paid. God. All right. 
Uh, do you have anything? I'm good, to man. I'm good. We've got. I, I like if I, we chat, it's good. What do we? I, I didn't have any anecdotes or it. anything to bring to the table, other than the articles we talked about. Um, we're good. I feel like I've hogged the airtime. So let me. Let me I did want to pose you this question. It's a holiday version of the podcast, so we could be a little bit longer. I guess people have more yeah. time to kill over the next week, especially in Quebec, where we're not allowed to leave the house until January. Yes, yeah, remind us. Um, my question for you was: Have you, have you, or your brothers ever asked your mom if she misses Christmas? Um, I don't think she's ever missed it because she's never really like. I remember, like as a kid, I kind of like I was like, "What is it? Like why? Like I just didn't get it." And my mom, like, just one year was like, oh, "I'll, I'll like." I'll get you a card or whatever so you could experience what it's like. Like all these kids, like a little present or whatever. And I was just not right. into it. So she hasn't, she hasn't celebrated. She kind of like, yeah, she just anyway. did it like that, but it was nothing like, I was like, ah, I'm really not into it. She's like, okay, good. Like she, <laughs> it's like she really didn't even want to do it, but she just kind of did it like out of sympathy, like to have me experience. Like she felt bad. I didn't get to ever experience that. But, uh, because okay. as, uh, actually, my my brothers did. They did celebrate Christmas before I was I was born. My brothers, my parents did do Christmas uh, with my brothers until I think they were like five, four, five, six, something like that. And then as soon as I was okay. born, they were like, "Fuck this, no more Christmas." <laughs> Three presents. <both> <laughs> they just stopped everything. Yeah, your dad seemed like a pretty. Your dad seemed like a pretty tolerant guy that wouldn't. Yeah, mind. they. Yeah, they did it, it for a bit, and then they kind of like, yeah, they stopped, and then uh, they didn't get into it. And I honestly, I enjoyed not sell, like not being like everybody else. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I see that as a kid, especially, I could see. Yeah, that it was fun. I like you know, I was always like, I didn't have to follow all those rules. Plus, I would like, I'd get my holiday, and I'd like, oh, I get to go out and like leave school. I get a note, and I get to stay home that day, or. You know, and then and then I'd still get Christmas right. off. So what am I'm not gonna bitch. I'm not complaining. So I, I did enjoy it though. I did like being like uh the outsider, like being uh different. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it just gives me a little bit something else and like I don't care as much. I'm not like involved as much as the rest of I feel like I'm on the outside looking in and I like that. I like being on the outside looking in. When you were when you were when you were school age, did you do the first When I was young, moment? yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to do it up yeah. until I was like a teenager, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, I just want to eat." I just didn't. I didn't like the, especially waking up and early then, in the morning and then stuffing your face at like four in the morning. Like you just get out yeah. of bed, and then you're like, "We've got forty five minutes to eat," and you're just shoving food in your. And then after you're like, oh, "I don't feel so good, man." Yeah. <laughs> I just ate a lot because you're like worried <laughs> that you're gonna be hungry by lunchtime, so you just eat as much as you can. And I'm like, "This yeah. can't be healthy," but surprisingly, it actually like you get used to it after the first week your body just gets used to the rhythm and then you you don't really feel hungry until like it's time to eat at the end of the day but nowadays like well like for me that's that's my usual lifestyle except for the fact that i can i wouldn't be able to drink yeah. coffee all day that's you, and you're not supposed to smoke anything. either you're technically not supposed to smoke cigarettes or anything yeah that's right not supposed yeah to so yeah, anything, you, yeah you'd have a fucking the, hell of a time uh, what I, what I liked about it though, like what I liked about the the, the fasting and the all the all of uh, yeah. Ramadan is uh, at the end of the day, you know, you get together as oh, a family because everyone's hungry. We all have the same. Let's get and together. And everybody's super right, nice. Like it's a very around. like open thing where it's like, oh, did you come over, let's eat. Come over. Like my friends growing up loved when it was Ramadan because 
They'd come over. They would literally yeah. come over because my mom would make a bunch of food, and they would be like, oh, man, I love it. It's so good. It's like you guys sit down and have a feast, and all my friends would come over and eat. And so we actually, like, they enjoy it. Like, it's fun. It is It is an experience, and that's what I enjoy. That's why I like, I think I like that part of Christmas, the family part, because it's like it's the only time yeah. that uh, y- you folk <laughs> seem to get together <laughs> and really, like, spend time with family. There's no real other time other and than birthdays, funny. maybe. And the food and the food become a part of the thing. Yeah. Right? Like even though it's not like we fasted. I, I think at some point in Christianity there was a fasting part. There is like well, uh, through Lent, uh, Advent, Advent yeah. right? So the last week of Advent, there's special day you only eat. And then isn't we it did, like Fridays to too? There was fasting. There was Fridays we're not supposed to yeah. eat meat, like every Friday, which is you see the similarity yeah. of Judaism, right? The the Friday is where a special thing happened. It just evolved differently. We all, you know, all our cultures, sometimes I think probably at some point they evolved out of spite for like, we're not doing the same as these fucking <laughs> Arabs or whatever. You yeah. know, like who knows what yeah. actually got us to where we are now. But it's, I do love that in so many cultures, food, diff- it's different kinds of food, now, but food has become one it's of a- the ingredients of yeah. the specialness of it like why turkey who the fuck knows but it is yeah. it's a tradition and it's turkey and it's something yeah you know? no i do enjoy that part i like the family i like the getting together i like the op- like it's a very in islam it's very like uh family oriented people are super open if you're not even muslim for the most part i mean obviously there's assholes in every scenario but majority it's like man when you're if you're around a muslim person and it's time to eat you are getting fed like it's it's not even a question it's like a very they're very open to like yeah sitting together with people and getting congregating and being nice which is right. why when like yeah, 9-11 happened when i was a kid i was like what this is and like all the bullshit portrayal of like what muslims are it, i just didn't understand it because i was like well what the fuck are you talking about like we're totally not fucking crazy yelling and blowing shit up people we're like the nicest fucking we're always getting together. We're trying to help people. My mom's cooking food for everybody. You know, my dad would invite everyone over. We'd have meals. Like, I'm like, we're not fucking antisocial and hated everything else. Like, it just, it was a weird, yeah, it was very weird as a kid to, like, see that. And then you're, you just see it get gradual and more gradual, like, hating toward it. And you're like, these people are fucking nuts, man. What do they think? I, I say it all the time that uh, Islam still in general again not the extremist but the just practicing muslim still embrace the many of the virtue that we north americans or westerners always you know going to be so good at the social the yeah. being neighborly see we are losing it my my generation is the one that's losing yeah. all this stuff like when we were kids remember when we were kids the block uh, parents, dude i thought about you know, that the other day the block parents, taught, no more we're taught to go to, up to police and firemen. There's always you could trust a priest, whatever. And now we're realizing, oh, the priests and the cops and the fuck, they're the worst. Yeah. You know, like there's the numbers are terrible. Whereas Islam seems to be at, still propagating those good messages of neighborliness, kindness. The, the There's a story in the Quran where uh, there was a, uh, Muhammad had the, the Jewish neighbor who was just awful to him all the time. Like would leave his garbage always right in front of Muhammad's door and just f- fuck you, you, yeah. you Arab fuck and all the just garbage all the time. It swore at his wives and his daughters and just yeah. terrible to him. And then the man got sick 
and then every day Muhammad would go to his house and be like I brought you some food and water I hope you're feeling better and like so like on the fourth day the guy's like dude I treated you so garbage I'm for sure gonna die this is terrible but why are you being nice to me this makes no sense and he's like well because you're my neighbor right yeah. you know I, I can't I can't not be nice to you because you're not nice to me that's that's ridiculous that'd be like you know if you shit in your dishes I'm gonna you know, I'm, not, I'm gonna shit in my dishes. Why is that in the Quran? The dishes? Uh, it, it's, <laughs> no, I don't know about the shitting the dishes part, but the story yeah, of yeah. Yeah, him still being kind to a person who went out of his way yeah. to be unkind. You know, that's it's it, it's wonderful. Yeah, so I feel like, like Western culture ruined a lot of the stuff. For that's probably maybe why you're that you feel like that because like I feel like the whole like go 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 attitude, uh, get as much money as you can. All that shit starts to like bleed into yeah, it gets selfish. Yeah, it, it erodes, it and you're kind of geared to be that way. Otherwise, you don't make it up. You know, even growing up, you got that saying: "There, nice guys finish last." It's like, why would you even say that? You know, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Nice guys don't always finish last. You got to oh. fucking be nice. But it's almost taught to you in a negative connota- connotation to to be. You know, you got to be more selfish and greedy and take what you can. You need more money. You need more cars. You need a bigger house. You need more stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not. And like, man, fuck, dude. I, I, I think it still exists. And so many people. It's more other cultures, I think, too, that don't have that attitude. Other nations that are smaller or poorer, so they don't have that yet. So they don't, they still have that very mentality of family and help each other and otherwise we don't get out together we'll all be stuck you know we got to help each other otherwise you know it's not, not we're not living in a good world but yeah it's uh i find that's the thing because i know my mom i mean she's uh she was she was born catholic and she uh you know she's from portugal and it's a different culture so they're also and are her brothers are her brothers still quite no, they don't or? practice. I mean, they don't go to church or anything, but they're, yeah. you know, they're, uh, but they're very, they're also very, um, they grew up in that kind of like food and sharing and helping because they're from a small island in yeah. Portugal, you know, so it was very, it was very similar. But it's a thing here. I find it's like a North American thing is, uh, and, I, and I'm sure like Europe uh, with like England or whatever, but if you're from a small town, small towns in Canada still have that, you know, you still got that small town feel. That's why people love it. It's like you're nice to people and you try to help them. Yeah. But when you get to those big cities, it's like fucking, you owe this much money for tax, you owe this much money for your car, you have to pay for this. So like people start to get greedy and they're like, I need every dime I can get and I need to fucking get it to the top quick, you know? So it you lose that. This will be very... T- It'll be very telling, I think, this lockdown, the fact that we're not able to be with our families as much. It'll be telling next year to see how people react to it. Like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, we complained about it. I have yeah. to get dressed and shave and go to the moms and then go to the next stop, whatever. Uh, will people be like, oh, this is nice to not have to do anything? Or will people be like, no, I really missed that Uncle Pervy <laughs> and fucking... The weird ad that always pisses on the floor. And Fuck, I miss all that. your family? <laughs> I always thought they were negative. I always thought they were negative, but you know, deep down, this is this is what I live my whole year for for this thing. Yeah, and we'll see. Uh, happy yeah. holidays, to everybody! Uh, whether you whatever you celebrate, you celebrate. Not, I think it's a season where I just want everyone eat to be lots joyous of food and be nice and, to everyone. Um, 
and maybe if you you know if you have a strong because that's one of the things we're talking about you know 9-11 or all these things so many people hopefully you know i always thought more in the united states but even in canada i'm realizing there's people that are ignorant and they've taken their opinions and their they become part of their value system based on just media reports and yeah. careless reckless I would encourage you if you don't know anything about Islam other than what you've heard on the news that they're all terrorists, I encourage you to read a little bit about it. Maybe not the Quran, but read uh, a theological study of Islam versus Christianity or Islamic tradition. There's a lot to be learned and uh, you know, everyone's different, everyone has their faults. Or or start small. Start small. Maybe eat, just try eating at uh, at an ethnic restaurant. <laughs> you know. Well, Try a little spice. Food is a sacred part of All right. So uh, happy holidays, everybody. Abdul, my Muslim friend. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you, you, buddy. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And uh, we'll, uh, right. we'll be talking. Uh, so the picks. Let's get to the picks. We got. We got. Uh, we're going to skip through it quick, but um, I'm feeling good. Last week was so shit that I, I can't I can't lose this week. I'm, I'm that's that's how it works, right? <laughs> Uh, I did terrible last week. We'll put up the uh, we'll put up the little scores there, but last week was not good. My anchors, I probably my record was still probably okay, but I had my sure bets like the Steelers over the Bengals. Are you kidding? I thought for sure um, the uh, the Rams over the Jets, the 0-13 Jets couldn't beat the fucking uh, last year's AFC champ. Anyway, whatever. So there, there was some fucked up games for sure. Um, but anyway, here we go. So Vikings Saints, I'm taking the Saints. Uh, Buccaneers Lions, I am taking the Bucks. 49ers Cardinals, I think the 49ers are gonna be surprising, but uh, I'm gonna take the Cardinals there at home. Dolphins Raiders, the Raiders are pissing me off so much, I'm taking the Dolphins out of spite, <laughs> but they'll probably now win. The Raiders will probably win because of that. But the Dolphins are looking really good this year. Giants, Ravens, I'm sorry Giants, I don't see you having a chance near the end of the season. The Ravens are getting their playoff team and mojo going, so the Ravens are going to blow out the Giants. Chiefs, Falcons, again, Chiefs are just going to be playing with Super Bowl plays and toying with the Falcons. The Falcons have no finishing touch. Anyway, they can put up some points, but their defense is not, uh, anyway. The Chiefs over the, the Falcons. I'm taking the Browns over the Jets, even though the Jets last week surprised everybody. Uh, Bears, Jaguars, I'm taking the Bears. Bengals, Texans, Te Bengals coming in with some confidence. Texans have zero confidence, um, but I'm gonna say the Texans are gonna win that. They're gonna wake up. Uh, J.J. Watt's going to have a, a big game there, I think, and shut down this new little quarterback. Uh, so I'm taking the Texans. Uh, Colts, Steelers. Steelers need to win it. Uh, the Colts are a good team, but the Steelers are, are going to, I don't know, they might even cheat. They might cheat. They need to win so bad. Uh, Panthers at Washington. I'm going to take Washington in that one. I don't know why. I have no nothing to say about <laughs> why I'm taking it. Broncos, Chargers. Uh, Broncos are slipping a little bit. Chargers, two young quarterbacks. I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm going to say the Chargers at home for that one, but um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not, I may not bet that one. I'm a little bit afraid. Eagles, Cowboys. I'm not, please, punch me in the face if I bet on this game because both of these teams are all over the place. Whatever. I'm going to take the Cowboys because the Eagles just pissed me off so much being idiots. But their young quarterback does look really good and Andrew Dalton is a uh, fucking flake. <laughs> Rams and Seahawks. I think the Rams need this one. Um, so do the Seahawks. They could be out of the playoffs, but I think the Rams are going to come back strong after last week's terrible showing 
and the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Titans-Packers, game of the week for me, going to be an incredible, incredible game. Uh, the Titans are so good on the run. The Packers defense is not great on the run. They have a great pass rush, but not a great run defense. But I'm going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. He's getting ready for the playoffs and he's going to be laser focused. And I think uh, Aaron Rodgers, no matter how many points the Titans score, I predict that Aaron Rodgers will score a few more. And uh, then Bills Patriots. It's wonderful. The Bills, are, the Patriots are out of the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. It's the first wow. time they're not going to make the playoffs. The Bills are building a strong run toward the, the playoffs. So I am taking the Bills over the Patriots. Uh, put it in the bank. There's a couple games that I mentioned to stay away from. I will try. I will try, but I can't help myself. I'm like Homer Simpson. I'm just like, bat, 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 bat. No, that's Fred Flintstone. Uh... So that's it. Those are the picks. We kept it brief this week. Uh, do with it what you will. I'm going to enjoy a lot of football starting on uh, Christmas Day. It'll be fun. Enjoy, buddy. I'm going to be watching junior hockey. That's what I like every year in this time. Watching the juniors. Yeah, That's going to be fun. I might, I might put some money on that. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> you would have found out anyways. <laughs> but that's money. That's hard money, right? I wouldn't bet on anybody yeah. but Canada for, for that kind of thing, for junior stuff. But uh, I want to wish everybody the happiest of seasons. 2020 has been fucked up. but We, we made it, it to Christmas, We're man. We're doing okay. It's going to be tough not seeing as much of our family. Uh, I would say if you're going to be, just don't scoff at the rules. Just continue to be careful. We don't want to endanger having people get sick. Our healthcare system is going to have less people you working. Be, we don't want listen, to overrun I, it. Listen, could I just say this? Could I just say this? I left Los Angeles because people weren't giving a shit. And I get that it's getting annoying and people are tired and they want to just fucking live their life again. But believe me, look yep. at you want you want to look at what it looks like at what people who don't give a shit what it turns out to be. Just Google what's happening in LA in cases. LA and California yeah. right now, and you'll know. That's from the start they didn't give a shit, and now look at what they're going through. So just hold on, man. Just, We're almost. Yeah. We'll get through. Just hold on. A message from Bacon though, Bacon is just please give, give a, a shit. shit. Give a shit. <laughs> be cautious. Be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of what you're doing. The rules aren't fun. Do with them what you're going to do. You're going to do it anyway. But just be aware that you could make society and your family worse by being careless. So be careful. Just be very careful. Be safe. Be healthy. We're almost there. The vaccines are coming. Uh, we're going to get through this. And Abdul and I will be out there on the road doing live shows in about nine oh, months. Oh, man. I hope so. All right, buddy. Merry Christmas. Peace, everybody. Much love. Love to you all. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I don't know if we'll do one before New Year's. Probably, because we got nothing to do. We can't see anybody, so. All right, man. Take care, buddy. See you. Right on.